I'm Alec Lace. Welcome to First Class Fatherhood. Welcome, everybody, to episode 87 of the podcast. Happy, as always, to be here with you. Thank you for stopping by. If this is your first time listening to the podcast, please get over there and hammer that subscribe button. You do not want to miss all the action that's coming your way right here on First Class Fatherhood. Okay, dads, I hope everybody enjoyed their weekend out there. I have kind of settled into a Monday, Wednesday, Friday format for now with the podcast here. I've been receiving a ton of great feedback from you guys about the NFL Hall of Fame collection special. Uh, You guys have been great hitting me with messages, uh, DMs, emails. The Deion Sanders episode alone is really being downloaded with a high frequency, and it is closely challenging Dean Kane as my most downloaded episode of all time. Uh, but I definitely want to say thank you for all the listeners out there. Your emails, personal messages about the Hall of Fame interviews has been really cool. I plan on at some point picking out a few of the messages or emails and reading them out here on the podcast. Maybe I'll put together a little special. This way I can do that and just really show some appreciation for all you guys listening out there and continuing to show me support here. And I am currently scheduling with a couple of other NFL Hall of Famers who are also first-class fathers. So as soon as I lock in the dates, I will definitely be making the announcement. First, you'll hear it on Twitter or Instagram. So if you're not following me, get over there and follow me on Twitter at Alec Lace and Instagram at Alec underscore Lace. And that's where you're going to hear all the announcements of my upcoming guests. I'm currently working out the details with a couple of other Navy SEALs. So I'll be working on my third collection of Navy SEAL interviews. That's another group of guys. You guys have been really uh, hitting me up with a lot of great feedback about those episodes. Uh, I was really blessed to have a lot of them guys on so far. And it's a tremendous group of men, awesome first-class fathers. So keep it locked in here, guys. You never know who I'm going to be bringing on the podcast. And hit me with a message and let me know who you want to see on the podcast. If I get enough people asking for the same guest, I'll try to hunt them down and see if I can't get them on the podcast. I've been having some really good luck with uh, being able to land some really marquee guests here. So keep it locked in to First Class Fatherhood. This week is no different. I will have some awesome First Class Fathers on the podcast for you. A couple of keynote speakers, entrepreneurs, authors, and more than that. Uh, Today, I will have the pleasure of speaking with Chris Salem. Wednesday for episode 88, Ted Rubin will be here. And Friday for episode 89, Bedros Koulian, who was kind enough to send me a copy of his phenomenal new book, Man Up, will be joining me here on the podcast as well. So come on, dads, tell all the father figures that you know about the podcast here. Fatherhood rocks, family values rule, and every day is Father's Day right here on the number one parenting podcast, which hit number one again on iTunes for kids and family on Friday. Uh, So come on, guys, we're celebrating fatherhood here the way it's supposed to be celebrated. We're talking the real talk here about fatherhood. We're talking about our failures, our successes, and I'm really speaking to some tremendous guests. So uh, everything is right here. If you're a dad or you're about to be a dad, this is the podcast you want to subscribe to and you want to make sure you're listening to. All right. So let me smack you with a quick little spot here on how you can help support the podcast if you're interested. And I'll be right back with Chris Salem. I'm Alec Lace, and you're listening to First Class Fatherhood. I cannot say thank you enough to all the listeners out there. You will hear a word from my sponsors in the middle of today's interview. If you would like to help me make First Class Fatherhood ad-free, please consider becoming a supporter of the podcast by hitting the link in the description of today's podcast episode. Welcome back to First Class Fatherhood. Joining me now is a first-class father. He is a business leader, advisor, 
keynote speaker, prosperity coach, and co-founder of Empowered Fathers in Action. It is a pleasure for me to say, Chris Salem, welcome to First Class Fatherhood. Absolutely. Thank you for the opportunity. Uh, anything related to fatherhood, I'm happy to contribute and help. All right, let's start it here. How many kids do you have and how old are they? Uh, I have uh, one son who is 10 going on 11. Okay, awesome. What type of sports or activities is he involved in? Uh, baseball, football, basketball. All right, do you coach him at all in the sports or do you cheer him on from the sidelines? Uh, I've been coaching for six years, so I've been doing it all. Okay, cool. Yeah, I'm into a little bit of coaching myself. Um, all right, Chris, please hit me and my listeners with a little bit about your background and tell us what it is that you do. So living up what I do is I'm a life and business strategist, uh, also a CEO of a nonprofit called Empowered Fathers in Action, world-class uh, speaker, and I'm also a radio show host and pers- media personality and a award-winning author. So what I do as a life and business strategist, I work with uh, entrepreneurs and business leaders that desire to have sustainable success at the next level by showing them how to operate with the solution, a seven-step proven process that uh, that they do and do the work through my guidance and mentorship to uh, get out of the problem into the solution to adopt uh, healthier habits and disciplines that will get them to where they want to be. Okay, what are some of the biggest challenges facing kids who are coming out of college and they're looking to make a make a splash and make a name for themselves in the business world today? In the business world, I think it comes down to a lack of self-confidence. And this is stuff that goes back to types of limited beliefs that are established in childhood. So this is what I do in terms of adults, where I try to undo what was done in the past in childhood and then to get them into the solution. So, again, children learn by what they see and what they experience. So, you know, a lot of times when things are happening at home, it's not something intentional. It's not like something is bad. But they may pick something up and interpret it in a certain way that can lead to limited, a limited belief or limited beliefs that will have a negative impact on their level of self-confidence and self-image. All right. Well, we're seeing a big influx in entrepreneurs, which is awesome to see. But there are so many fathers out there who are kind of stuck in a nine-to-five job, and they're afraid to take a shot and pursue their dream because they don't want to take a risk or the possibility of letting down their family. So what type of advice do you have for the dad that's listening out there that has the entrepreneurship bug in him but doesn't know where to begin? So what I would say is it's not that you have to drop everything altogether, right, because you have to provide for your family. But, again, it, it goes back to limited beliefs with this father's limited beliefs and level of self-confidence. I would say that before you pursue anything on the side, it's always important to build the foundation for self-confidence first, and that's getting to the root cause of your limited beliefs. And once you have the ability to do that and release it and then to create a solution that will lead to where your true purpose is and what you should be going after, you know, it's just following a process that will allow you to go to go ahead and do that. So it doesn't happen overnight. It's a process. So it doesn't mean they have to give up their job. They can pursue their business as a side hustle until it gets to that level where they can then go into it full time. But I would say never deny your dream. You know, you just have to believe in yourself and put it into action. But before you do that, doing it, managing the problem, let's start by addressing the problem first, build your foundation, and operate within the solution. Well said. Okay, you found a lot of success in your life, but as always, that does not come without some failure or some setback. I understand that you battled with addiction. I'm a recoverer myself. 
Is there anything you could share with us about your addiction and how that impacted you and your family? Absolutely. I mean, my addiction was across the board. I mean, I always say that even though I struggled with uh, bouts with drugs, alcohol, and sexual addiction, even food, uh, those were just ways to medicate. My true addiction was anger, and my anger was tied to my limited beliefs that I had that it went back to my root cause, which was my father. So I struggled with this issue of seeking validation from other uh, older male figures, whether if they were bosses or people I worked with. Uh, even shows girlfriends at the time that ended up being like my father. So I, you know, I created this. I had a part in this. So I had to take full responsibility and move forward in the solution. And that changed the quality of my life forever and my business, which I've been now practicing now for 20 years. Awesome. I love to hear stories like that. All right, let's get into this now, Chris. What could you tell my listeners about Empowered Fathers in Action and where they can go to get involved with it? So Empowered Fathers in Action is a, a movement, not just a foundation. And what we say movement, meaning that, that in order for something to take change or facilitate something that we're, that we're trying to do good here, and that's improving the father-son bonding process and also improving parent-to-children relationships so our kids can grow into uh, more self-confident and have higher self-image of themselves going into uh, their adult life. It's, uh, we encourage everyone to get involved, take responsibility, whether if it's our children or not. We're all responsible, teachers, law enforcement, youth uh, coaching programs, parents in general, so you name it. And, you know, we're looking for volunteers, people that want to spread the message, that want to contribute and help uh, either, you know, kids in need or other parents. This could even be for also uh, uh, children who do not have a father. And, of course, we're always looking for organic donations if you choose to do that. And we're developing a lot of key partnerships with uh, certain organizations and also looking to connect with certain athletes that will be able to be, that we'll be able to bond with these boards so that we can continue to spread the message. Anyway, you know, in terms of donation and, uh, and volunteering, we've heard this. This website is cfamovement.org. That's cfamovement.org. All right, it is now time for a word from today's sponsors, and I'll be right back with more of the action on First Class Fatherhood. Okay, very cool. Yeah, I'm definitely going to include a link to Empowered Fathers in Action in the description of this podcast, so all the listeners are going to have to do is tap the link. It's going to bring you guys right to the website where you can find out more information and hopefully get involved, because I think uh, I love what you're doing. Uh, I love the message. I think it's very important because I think the image of fatherhood, especially amongst young men today, is that it's a negative experience, that parenthood is something that they should be avoiding, and the media and the TV do a terrible job of portraying what fatherhood is actually all about today. And they make it seem like fatherhood is something they should not be striving for in their life, and I really think that that whole philosophy needs to change. I, I agree, Alex. It's so much. I mean, fatherhood you know, kind of gets that perception that you know, we provide for the family. We're the means to the end. We put, you know, we put our children through school. We work hard to put food on the table. And while absolutely that is important, you know, fathers play an important role in the development of children, especially boys and even girls as well. Because you know, even when girls grow up and they have certain issues with men as adults, it all ties back to their father. It's the same thing with boys. You know, boys have to be able to have that, that self-confidence that their father is there, understands them, to relate to them, encourage and empower them to be the best they can. And then also giving them the, the opportunity to be responsible, to take responsibility at a young age. So it's so important that a father be part of that process 
you know, uh, you know, from the time when a boy is at least five, six years old and going forward, yes, the mother would be the more important role, you know, from the time the baby, you know, by the time the child's an infant till around five or six. But both parents are important. It's just not the mother. It's got to be both parents. And if, a, and if a child doesn't, if a boy doesn't have a father and have some type of role model or father figure there, be able to provide and listen to relate to that boy. Yes, I agree, and it's true that it takes a village to raise a child and that every aspect of a child's upbringing is important, and it will change not only the outcome of the child, but it will change and impact our culture and our society as well. So it's all very important. And one thing that creates a big gap between parents and kids today is the technology, social media, the video games have been become more addicting. So I'm curious to get your take on how you handle or monitor technology, video games, social media when it comes to your son. Well, I always say that everything in moderation. So, I mean, in this case, uh, uh, my son is not on social media at this point, just being 10 going on 11, but he does like video games like any, any young boy would, uh, Fortnite being the game. But what we do is we, we just kind of allow him to play at certain times, you know, that, you know, at times that when he has already done his homework or he's done his reading, he's participated in his practices for his various sporting programs that the, you know, the video game itself doesn't take priority. It's like more or less, you know, when he has time to himself that he can enjoy the game, you know, with his friends. So, again, I always say that anything in moderation or anything to excess is never, never good. Good stuff. All right, Chris, what are you working on right now? What are your plans for the future? Where can we find you? What do you got coming up? Well, yeah, I got a lot of things going on. I mean, in terms of uh, EFA movement or Empowered Fathers in Action, the whole, you know, idea is to take what I've been already doing uh, as a life and business strategist, working with entrepreneurs and business professionals to resolve the root cause to limited beliefs. We want to be able to take this again into the homes with, with parents, you know, so this way we can work on the parents first, then the children, because, again, the parents are, are the example for the children. You don't want to do the children first and then, then not the parent. It's a two-sided thing, and we want to bring this to the schools because kids spend a majority of their time in school. So having teachers teach you know, children how to take responsibility early, to be more creative, and learn that, that it, you're never too old to be creative and come up with, with great ideas. Uh, sometimes I think schools just tell kids like how to do certain things, and we kind of pigeonhole them into a certain corner. You know, school's all about, you know, giving them all possibilities. That's the way it should be, that they can be anybody they want to be if they put their mind to it. And uh, this is what we want to do with Empowered Fathers in Action, is, is to take the solution that we have in our process, apply it to fathers and sons, but also to moms and daughters or moms and sons, fathers and daughters, it could be parents in general, and really provide sustainable solutions. And so I speak uh, all around the country, you know, in and around this topic and other business-related topics, but we feel that the result end result of this is I think corporations are going to love this, uh, communities are going to love this, churches are going to love this, you know, everybody, because we're going to be able to produce these kids that when they become adults, they're going to be better leaders in their homes, as parents, as uh, spouses, better leaders in their communities and churches, and also better leaders in their own business or working for corporations. This makes a better world in the long run, if we're able to show kids how to operate in the solution rather than the problem as they become adults. 
Awesome. Yeah, I love the message. And we do. Our children need to become better thinkers, not just to be able to memorize facts, but to apply knowledge and experience in the real world and solve problems. I was just speaking with a couple of the NFL Hall of Famers about this. And it's just kind of how when we were kids, we didn't play so many organized sports. We played a ton of street ball without parents, without referees, without coaches. And we had to solve the problems. We had to solve the issues of picking the teams, settling the fights, calling the penalties. And that experience doesn't exist much for the kids today. It's right into organized sports, pretty much right out of the box. I mean, I know with my kids as young as four years old. Well, exactly. I mean, I mean I, we didn't have T-ball when I was a kid. We had Little League, you know, so I, I was already playing in the backyard with kids older than me and kids my age. And yeah, absolutely. We, we were able to kind of make, you know, you know, do our own thing and, and make, you know, make our own decisions. And you just don't see that now. now. A lot of these kids, everything is organized, like you said, and everything is done for them in a way. So, I mean, I think it really does not provide long-term a sustainable solution for these kids because it, it, I think it creates a tendency to, to get into more codependent relationships, both in the personal lives and in business. Yes, and that's why I said I really I love the movement. I love what you have going on. I think it's a great one. Um, all right, let me hit you with this last question here. I love to ask all the dads that I get on the podcast here. What type of advice would you give to the new father or to that about-to-be dad that's out there listening? So I would say that when, if you have children, you know, whatever's happened, and you know, let it go. You, you, you're here right now. You can just start right now moving forward. If you don't have kids and you're planning on kids, I would say the number one advice is to know that you were a kid at one time, that you did certain things that maybe your parents disagreed with. Learn to relate to your children. Relate, 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 then listen to understand, even if they're wrong. If, you're, if you approach it from a positive way that you can relate and listen to understand, they're more likely to respond favorably to do exactly what you intended to correct the situation versus reacting by yelling or, you know, they, they're going to go into timeout or whatever the case may be. Be the example, learn to relate, listen to understand. Long-term, that communication will be far better and produce positive results. Awesome. Well said. All right. Listen, that's going to wrap it up here. Chris Salem, I want to say thank you so much for giving me a few minutes of your time right here on First Class Fatherhood. I would. I just want to say thank you, Alex, for having me on today. And I think you've got a first class. I mean, that's the name of your, your, your show, and it, it is first class. And I think what you're doing is so important. And, you know, when you bring in, you know, for fathers, bring in, in NFL football players, you know, my son and I are both diehard football fans, and we play football right now. Kids can relate to that, and that's what I love what you're doing and why I was drawn to being on your show. All right, I will be right back after a quick spot. Back to wrap things up here on First Class Fatherhood. I got to give a special thank you once again to Chris Salem for giving me a few minutes of his time here. That was pretty cool. Please hit me up on Twitter. Drop me a line on Instagram. Let me know what you thought about today's podcast. I always love to hear your feedback. And stick with me here on Wednesday. I will be joined by Ted Rubin. And Friday, Bedros Coolian will be here. So come on, dads. Lock it into First Class Fatherhood. Fatherhood rocks. Family values rule. And every day is Father's Day right here on the number one kids and family podcast, the number one podcast. Parenting podcast, 
first-class fatherhood, all right? That's all I got for you guys. Please find me on Twitter and Instagram to stay up to date with all the latest announcements on the podcast. That's all I got for you guys today. I'm Alec Lace. You've been listening to First Class Fatherhood. And please remember, guys, we are not babysitters. We are fathers. And we're not just fathers. We are first-class fathers. Tall as a tree, I saw feelings.